Hey, Goners, Shauna here from The Gone Girls. If you love The Gone Girls and want to hear more, please go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, The Gone Girls, and give us a five-star rating. Love you. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Gone Girls Podcast. I'm Ankara. I'm Shauna Lane. And we're the Gone Girls. And um, this month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Boobs. Boobs. And today we're going to get real. Really? Real, real. About boobs. And it's all going to be about me. This is Ankara, (laughs) by the way. No. Um, So, you know, cancer has been in my family... I mean, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer when I was 18. My brother-in-law was just diagnosed with esophageal cancer. And my best friend was Mm. just diagnosed with breast cancer. That's me. Shauna. I know. This summer. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) Ironically, right after we raised all that money for esophageal (laughs) cancer, I found out a week later I had breast cancer. (laughs) Irony. Yeah. And you're having a great hair day today. Yeah, it looks good, right? Yeah, it looks awesome. I bought this oil um, from, you know, whatever, CVS, and it was called Miracle Oil. Yeah. And I was like, I have to have that. I need a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid. I bought Miracle Oil for my hair so that my boobs would get better. (laughs) You never know. It might work. It might work. My hair looks good. I won't have breast cancer anymore. Yay! (laughs) Um, So I know you've been struggling with whether I mean so you were diagnosed this summer and I know that you've been end of July end of July yeah and I I know that you've been struggling with whether or not you want to share with people about your breast cancer and and it's it's been what July August September October so it's been four months now um yeah, it's been, oh, no, oh, let's see, end of July, August, September. No, it's been about three months. Three months, okay. Yeah. And what, um, well, first of all, what, what what makes you feel like you're ready to share now? Um, so this is, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but um, I started feeling embarrassed and ashamed about my situation. Really? Right? And I started feeling like I was hiding and um, Cambry Cruz, who's married to Christian Finnegan, uh, oh, she yeah. also, she just had surgery. I had surgery a few weeks ago, and she just had surgery um, on Monday. And la- I think last week she posted a video with Christian, and she said, maybe it was two weeks ago, and yeah. she said, I have breast cancer, and, oh. you know, we're just letting everyone know. And she owns QED in Astoria, so she was like, this is why I'm not going to be around. And Yeah. Um. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so brave. I didn't know. I mean, I think you're so brave, but this whole time. What? Uh, hmm. So what happened, I saw her do that and I felt like a relief. I felt like a relief and I was like, there's so many other women. And this whole time I've been talking to other women who've had breast cancer. I have talked to so many women. I'm a huge believer in well, talking to people, and I'm a big researcher, and I'm a big, you know, if I have a problem, I talk to a lot of people about it, and right. try and, 
I was so I was so scared about the surgery. So I talked to so many women about that, and then my diagnosis kept changing. So each time it changed, I was talking to more women about the different diagnoses, diagnoses, however you Diagnosis. say. Diagnoses. Anyway, so as I started reaching out to people from different walk, you know, areas of my life. I started realizing that I was like, oh my God, I'm asking for all this help. I'm mm-hmm. getting all this help and love. And and I was like, but I don't want to, I mean, and honestly also, which yeah. <laughs> I'm sure will become a joke, but I was like, I don't want anyone in comedy to know that I have breast cancer because I don't want people to stop booking me. But then I was like, yeah. no one fucking books me anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who gives Maybe a they'll shit? book you more now. <laughs> so then I was like, what am I doing? The, nobody gives a fuck. It's not like people are going to be like, oh my God, no. there's something wrong with her or whatever. And, and I was like, I can't not write jokes about this. Like how I get relief is by writing jokes. And so, and I was inspired by Cambry and starting to feel like I was hiding and Are you weird. close with her? How do you, no, oh, I don't so even. you just saw it on no, Facebook. I'm, I know Christian. We're, yeah, we, we know. Yeah, yeah. Christian Fennigan. Yeah, we know him. Yeah, no, and I started comedy with him. Yeah. We go way back. Okay. And actually, he probably had started already before me, but oh, okay. we go way back. And um, I know her a, t- a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. But I, I wrote to her and I was like, I also have breast cancer. I'm, you know, I think you're so brave and thank you for putting that out there. You really inspired me. That's great. And she was like, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to say anything and, you know, whatever. We, we talked and um, uh, I sort of wanted to give back to her what women had given to me. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I'm not very far along yet. Um. And I need a lot more treatments, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, oh. I just wanted to literally get it off my chest. Yeah. But you know, I just wanted to put it out there. And also, last week when we had Lenny Marcus on the podcast, oh, yeah. he, I, I had no idea that he was doing a benefit show for breast cancer awareness. <laughs> Like five minutes before we had him on the podcast, and then he talks about breast cancer, and I felt bad because we couldn't, you know, he was talking about it, and like, exactly, you didn't say anything, and I was like, it's not my place to say anything. Right, I didn't know, and I had did I did um, John Fish's podcast last week, and yeah. and that was also we talked about it beforehand. I also, you know, I tutor some kids, yes, and. I, the French kids. The French kids, who I love, and I really didn't want to start putting stuff out there before telling the family that I need more treatment. Oh, okay. And I don't know, just something, you so know. you told them? I still didn't tell them exactly what's going on. Oh, okay. I think they can probably figure it out. I, I, I don't think they need to know so directly. Okay. I mean, you know, if they want to ask me anything, they can. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I mean, I've just gotten to the place with the kids now where every once in a while they ask me how my day was, which is so cute. But I mean, you know, they're kids. They're very, and which is great. They're totally self-absorbed and it's a huge relief. Especially kids these days. Yeah, to be around that. You know what I mean? I stop thinking about myself and my problems and I help them. So I guess I just wanted to be comfortable with whatever I put out there that they might read it or something okay. which again they're not googling me right <laughs> you know yeah yeah 
So, I don't know. I mean, the middle one, sometimes he calls me Sean Elaine, which is really funny. He's <laughs> like, Sean Elaine, help me. Sean Elaine. It's like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It really cracks me up when he does that. But, yeah. So, anyway. I guess I just, it suddenly felt right. Really okay. is the, yeah. All right. That's good. And so, how did you actually find out that you had breast cancer? Were you doing regular checkups? Did you feel something? I didn't feel anything. I um, I just I went to the gynecologist and she did a manual exam. You know they do that on the boob. Yeah, on the boob. Yeah, she was fingering me. I she was, was like, like she I can think- feel it. <laughs> <laughs> she was fingering me and she was oh, like, no. I think you have breast cancer. <laughs> also, I think you're really hot <laughs> and you're having a great hair day. <laughs> you're having a great hair day. <laughs> what are you doing later? Um, Here's my number. <laughs> Yeah, she, right. Amanda this is my pager. Was not Here's my pager. <laughs> my pager number. Oh my god. She, <laughs> that's right. Emmanuel exam at where? Um, no. On my boobs. Yes. Which they do, you yes, know. Yes, yes. And she felt something. Ugh, ironically, she felt something, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is making me nervous." She didn't even say it like that. She was like, "This is making me nervous. You should get a mammogram and an ultrasound." Yeah. She gave me a prescription for those, and it scared me. Yeah. At, which normally stuff doesn't, but for some reason it did. Uh-huh. Four days later, I went and I got the mammogram, and right away the woman came back in, and in a whole different boob than what she sent me for, and in a completely different spot. The woman was like. Oh, the radiologist sees something. We from the mammogram? Do, from the mammogram. So they did both boobs. They did both boobs, but it was my left breast, not my right breast. Yeah. Which was where she was concerned about was the right breast. Okay. It turned out there was nothing in the right breast. It was, but right away he saw something in the left breast. He, that she, then they did another mammogram right then. And she was like, yeah, he sees something. And she was like, okay, now do the ultrasound. They did the ultrasound, then he came in. And he goes, listen, um, I think that this might be cancer. <laughs> and I was like, what? Really that fast? Literally like that. And and he and he was like I've never heard that. He was before. like, you need a biopsy. And I was like, he was like, Can you come back today at one? And I was like, Oh my um, gosh. And I was like, um, I have an eye appointment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lunch date that I need to get. I was to. like, I have an eye appointment and you're crazy. You need to like relax mm-hmm. and like think about what you're saying. Yeah, that I was like you're sure. I don't think you're sure. Was totally how I felt. I felt like I was like, oh, he needs to like, you know, chill, chill out, Uh look at the pictures a little differently. (laughs) And he goes, listen, I don't know what this is. I, it looks like cancer to me, but whatever it is, it has to come out. And I was like, an operation? Are you out of your mind? I've never had an operation up until that point in my life. And I was like, I was like, "Mm." And every time I talked about it with someone that whole week before the biopsy, I was like, I hope he changes his mind. Oh my God. So then I went to the biopsy and he did the biopsy. And after the biopsy, he was even more convinced. He was like, I, I really think it's cancer. No, first he said, do you want to know what I think? And I was like, yeah, uh, of course I want to know what you think. And he was like, I think it's cancer. And he was like, but you're going to be fine. And I was like, what? Wait, hold on. I'm not fucking kidding. Chana. We love you. We all love you. And your you. stories are all pretty much true and honest. Like, <laughs> I, pretty like much they're true. a little exaggerated sometimes. <laughs> but this doctor sounds very casual. He was. was he that, I mean, like that's a very casual. Like that's. Just, he was a little more. Um, 
doctory about it. Okay. You know, it wasn't how I'm saying okay. it. Okay. He wasn't okay. like, you want to know what I've been Yeah, I know. Girl, you have cancer. Uh, okay. I'm like, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't tell for sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm a doctor. <laughs> and congratulations. <laughs> no, he, and then he called me, you know, a few days later and was like, yeah, I, it, it's cancer. And he was, and then he said, which I thought was so funny, he was like, well, it's what I thought and the biopsy confirms it. And I was like, okay, you were right. Congratulations. Congratulations! You're fucking awesome. Good for you. <laughs> and then he, and then you know, and then it was. So just, when they did the biopsy, what stage? So they found it in one breast, right? And they, they found it in one breast. It was one small tumor. It was as positive. It was stage one. It was as positive. There was a little tumor and then some precancerous stuff, and it was as positive as something like that can be. Yeah. I mean, stage zero would be more positive. Okay. And um, he was like, you need an MRI. Uh-huh. Okay, so I got the MRI, and unfortunately, the MRI picked up more stuff in each breast. Oh, in both breasts, okay. Right, which then led to a biopsy in my right, another biopsy in my left, and another biopsy in my right, and another MRI. And um, what oh they gosh. ended up finding was two tumors in my left breast, uh-huh. and uh, something in my right breast called a radial scar, which, and they were like, okay, so we're going to have to operate and take... All of that stuff out. Okay. And they did. And so I had a partial mastectomy on my left breast and a big and a decent sized lumpectomy on my right. Okay. My boobs look actually amazing. As always. <laughs> well, the irony is they're still lopsided. <laughs> I was like, really? So things I are this, going great. I was like, they're I thought normal. This shit would even out. I was like, oh my God, they look exactly the same, just both a little bit smaller. <laughs> oh my God, the irony of that. Oh. It's like it, you had a boob lift, kind of. <laughs> I did. I mean, they, they look good. I mean, they looked great anyway. I didn't yeah. have kids, so, yeah. you know. They looked great anyway, and she did a really a beautiful, a beautiful job. She really, really did. Um, so I'm still healing, right? And then, so what ended up happening was there was four tumors. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it was good they did the surgery because I didn't even want to do the surgery. Yeah. And um, but now and that made it there. It was in one of my lymph nodes, so that made it a stage two. Okay. And I need chemo next. Okay. So I am going to be bald. Well, we can get you some sweet weaves. <laughs> weaves. You have to have hair to have a weave. I need or, a- no, I mean a wig. Yeah, I'm going to have to have a wig. There's a great wig store on uh, 36 and 8th that I got <laughs> a wig from, a Sofia Vergara wig. They've got some really beautiful <laughs> You did? Stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like, I don't know if it's real hair, but it's you can brush it. It's like really nice. Could I get some hair that looks like my, my hair right now? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Are they, they have, super expensive? Depends. They have they have different priced ones. Yeah. 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 You could be like Sia. You get that like short blonde <laughs> bob. Oh my you. god! I'm gonna get a haircut before. I'm just gonna buzz it. Get a boy short haircut. Are you really? Oh yeah. So Why don't you get like a bob? Not so many women have said you cut it short so short, that short, you short. Don't, so that you don't have the drama of pulling it out. Oh okay. Yeah. And also, then I think if I have the boy short haircut, I can have, um, I can get a wig uh-huh. and then wear it when I go tutor the kids and they won't, I won't look that different. You know what I mean? Oh. Again, not like they're like, I can't, is Shauna's <laughs> hair different Shana today? Shauna just started wearing a wig. We don't know why. <laughs> That's it's, probably 
Halloween. <laughs> I like to wear wigs during Halloween, children. Oh my god, that's so funny. Then Halloween will be over. The and girl's gonna be like, "Is your why are you wearing a why are you wearing a wig?" I'm gonna be like, "Oh my god, I thought it was so incognito." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just start wearing like what do you call it? Like head wraps, like the headband. Oh, I don't. I don't. No, the headband, like head, like you know, like you. Fold up a bandana and you like tie it like cute like that or whatever yeah. with like yeah like a not a, not a it's like a headband but it's like yeah like I would wear it like super cute to this something you would wear like in college then just yeah. say you're bringing it back start doing that when you're around them and then just start slowly incorporating weird <laughs> random hair stuff be like I'm going through a phase oh that's a good idea yeah just keep switching it up yeah oh I like that and then they won't question it oh. Yeah. That matters. Meanwhile, they're going to listen to this when we post it and be like, that bitch thinks she can get one over on us. <laughs> Do they listen to us? No, no. It's very I'm, vulgar. I'm we t- say bad no, words. No, they don't. I don't think they even listen to podcasts. They're not at that. How so? How sh- like are you gonna do a style short? Are you gonna do like Donna short, like a style? Yeah, like, like that? Donna short. I'm gonna Donna do it. She and she's gonna make it look so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. She was like, oh, we can do it on stage or do whatever. I don't know. That's a lot. I mean, I've, but I have so much hair. This, I, I think it would be a health hazard, to be honest. Maybe, yeah. You know, at a place where they serve food. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do, that's true. I didn't you know, think about that. Yeah, and it's not, it's not going to take five seconds to, or even a check spot. It would no, be, and you don't want to be rushed, like, with your no. new short haircut. <laughs> In no. front of all these people watching you just, like, just start crying because you're not sure if you like your haircut. Yeah. Oh, she has cancer, and now she's a bad haircut. This is hilarious, guys. Isn't it yeah. funny? Let's watch her shave her head. Yeah. And see how she copes. I think it's going to be awesome. Donna's going to make you look great. Yeah. I've always wanted to do it, so fuck it. Why not? When are you going to do it? Like, how far into chemo, you guys, people, do they start losing? They hair. say 11 days in. Really? Yeah. And everyone I've talked to said it's been, like, exactly like that. Wow. Like, 11 days in, it just starts falling out. So, I can't. Yeah. I just, I can't do that. I can't. No. I can't be, like, in the shower and be, like, I mean, yeah, honestly, I, I pull out. out clumps of hair anyway. Me too. I, all the time. All the time. All the time. It's so much hair. So, the <laughs> I can't even. So, like, having control over your hair is. Yeah, just, yeah, because you're doing it. You're making yeah, a choice to do it. Yeah, just from a place of power, like, you know. You can borrow my Sofia Vergara wig. Can I see what it looks like? Yeah. Do you, yeah, I want to I wanna see it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Oh, wait. You know what? <laughs> it's on my website page, but let me actually get it for you so you can see it. You can wear okay. it for when we do the reading. Okay. Ankara is going to get a wig, and I'm sitting here by myself. Um... So maybe we'll edit this part out. Wow, it's weird being a host by myself on a podcast. How you guys doing? I mean, um, you feeling good? Are you enjoying our uh, breast cancer podcast? I hope that this is making you laugh a little bit. Um, I feel very positive. She found the way! Billy yelled at me when I bought it because he's like, well, he didn't yell at me. He was just like, where'd you get that wig? And I was like, oh, I got it at the wig store. He's like, well, how much was it? And I was like, uh, I told him it was $60, but I really paid $80. And he's like, $60? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I think like wigs that are can be like super expensive. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That's a lot of hair. Right? And look how, like, natural it looks at the base. It's, like, mat, like mesh right there. Oh, this is, like, a, um, this is dark, though. This is, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, it's okay, it's okay if I put on a... Of course. Yeah. This, I can't even... <laughs> Your head. I Your hair is so big. My hair is so big, I can't even get the wig on top. I look like one of those people that's like, I'm ready for Halloween! <laughs> I know, I know, I know. This is, I, I feel pretty. Yeah, okay, I... I'm gonna have here. Got it? Yeah. Oh my god, it's beautiful. It is, right? It looks just like my hair. (laughs) Darker. Oh my god, it is so funny. Maybe I'll wear it for when we do a sketch portion. You look younger. Yes, you wear it for the sketch portion. Uh, It looks looks natural, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Okay. That's the wig. It's Dark brown, everyone, and straight, and it's got layers. Yeah, and I couldn't even fit it on my fat fucking head. But you will one a day. One a day. One day, you will be able to fit it on. Yeah. Is this mine over here? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any more questions? I do. That's not my questions. Oh, oh, I thought you meant your script, and I was like, yeah, sure, okay. Um, I- what's been the hardest part about going through this process for you? Um, besides being totally terrified that I'm going to die, um, <laughs> I, uh, oh God, honestly, like telling my mother was like, oh, yeah. so, oh my God, I just didn't want to tell my mom. Yeah. I didn't want to tell my family. I didn't want people to worry. <laughs> and then I had the same <laughs> feeling that I realized I was like, I'm not posting or sharing about this and I'm going to do it. And people are going to be like, I mm, hope you feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! What? And then I got scared. I was like, what if my mother doesn't care? Like, like, what if she's like, aw, you'll be all right. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my, oh my god! It was like, so weird. That part was really hard. Telling my mother was really, really hard. Um, you know, because my father just died. I know. Not even a year and a half ago. And so it's like scary to think if she can handle another yeah. thing like bad news. Oh my god! You know, but of course she was wonderful and has been wonderful my whole family has been so sweet um I guess that and then you know my relationship that part was hard oh yeah with Dawn Dawn. you know that took some adjusting of course it's so scary yeah uh, so much pressure on him both yeah you know uh other and then the physical discomfort of it like the tests like the biopsies hurt the Mm -hmm. the MRI actually the first MRI was no big deal it was in a brand new MRI machine and it was humongous and I was like why do people freak out about MRIs this is nothing it's the MRI is the one where you lay down you go into like a cone a tube tube. yeah and then they bang it's like "Eh, eh, eh, eh." the whole time oh my god it's every different version of the sound get out of the building right now oh my god over and over again and then they clank and then they it's are it's, you claustrophobic at all is that like i'm not claustrophobic oh, okay. but um i could be <laughs> but you so you can get claustrophobic in there well the very first one like i said it was a big one it's a new oh. machine it wasn't an open mri but it's a very big one so, so like the tunnel wasn't as small no and i was on my chest and um and it was, it was literally, it was nothing. I oh. mean, other, the sounds were really intense, but it was nothing. But the second MRI. How long do they usually last? 
I was like 40 minutes. It was a long oh time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they took a lot of pictures. Oh I mean, gosh. people freak out in them. Yeah, I know. Sure. I, th- I think I would. The, they'll, they give you drugs if you want them. Oh, okay. The second one was a tiny tube, and I felt myself go in, mm. and I felt my shoulders go, and I was oh like... Oh, my god! And I was like, oh, and they give you this ball to press. Yeah. <laughs> like when you freak out? If you freak out. They don't want you to, because then they have to start the whole test over. And they put this stuff in you called Gandolin, and it's a, you know, a dye, um, a contrast dye, and if you, if you already have that in you... Yeah. And you press the they have to you have to come back Redo another day another day yeah because the dye isn't good for you oh my gosh yes yeah, or it's not good for your kidneys or whatever so um, who yeah. cares about the kidneys <laughs> <laughs> that that part was that the the pain of the biopsies and the I had one biopsy that was super painful and so I was a little traumatized after that for the next ones yeah. And, I mean, they do these biopsies while you're in, in a mammogram. So That's, that alone is... So your boob is in... Squashed. Squashed in between two plates of glass, right? It's like glass. Yep. yep. And then what? They put cut, a needle. They put a needle in? And then they suck They numb it? Out. Or they su- they just suck stuff out? Yeah. Or oh, they, they d- totally numb it. Yeah, they numb it for sure. But the one that I had that hurt, the numbing didn't work for some reason. And so I could feel everything that she was doing. I I swear to God, I've never had kids and I, you know, I haven't had a lot of physical pain stuff, but that was the most pain I've ever been in my life. And I wasn't expecting it because the first biopsy didn't hurt. Yeah. So it came out of nowhere and I was like, I Ah. I screamed. Oh my gosh. So that, that was hard. I mean, but honestly, like. It, I would do it again if I had to to save my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. I, yeah. Yeah. I th- I thought, <laughs> you said to me, and you say this a lot, and I think it's really funny, you're like, I just don't really want to tell people because then I have to be worried about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny and so true because, you know, people care and they reach out and everything, but you, that now you have to worry about if they're okay with your bad news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you okay yeah. that I have breast cancer? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and of course that's how it goes. Yeah. It's, uh, usually it's people that, are, you know, you don't even know that well that are like, I can't believe this is happening to you. Yeah. I'm like, we haven't talked in 14 years. <laughs> Why do you care so much? You're so upset. You're are stressing you, me out. Are you sure it's about me? It really feels like you and <laughs> something to do with your childhood. <laughs> oh, it goes back to the childhood. I mean, that being said, people have been, I mean, people have been so kind. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, I'm just one of those people until, until with me, I'm like, all right, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just can't put stuff out there, you know? Yeah. I, I really have to be like, eh, I don't give a fuck. And I'm finally like, eh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because you're there now, though. You yeah. have to, like, think about it. Before. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because you had a lot of things going on, like, that you weren't sure about and even slowly telling people that are like you see every day in your life and that matter and like yeah. getting things under control before you just like impulsively just yell it out to the world. Yeah, and I really wanted to do like an Angelina Jolie, <laughs> like when she got the double mastectomy, you know, she didn't tell anybody about it and then she just wrote an article for the New York Times and I was <laughs> like, I'm going to do something like that. <laughs> this is your version of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just waited and tweeted something. <laughs> 
You're right. just like Angie. And now you have an Angie wig. <laughs> it does look like an Angie wig. Oh uh-huh. my god, that's so funny. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So what's been the most helpful part of of coping with everything that you're going through? What do you mean by helpful? Like what's been the most like what do you feel like has helped you deal with going through everything you're going through? Like what is like was it family, friends, um, I don't know. Yeah, well family, uh, friends. I had been doing the whole 30 when I found out about it and yeah. I just kept right on doing it and started changing my diet. Um family, friends and honestly like women that I've had breast cancer are total strangers. Yeah. And and women kept hooking me up with other women. And then I was uh, I kept reaching out to people. Like I would just get a random thought about somebody and be like, I think they told me something about breast cancer and I'd reach out to them. Okay. And one woman from my acting class I reached out to her. <laughs> she was like, No, I never had breast cancer, <laughs> but that's an alarming question. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so sorry. Messaging people on Facebook, you're like Hey, are you have breast cancer? Oh my god, I was like, I'm so sorry. If you don't, now you do. <laughs> How do you feel about it then? Uh, but she actually hooked me up with a couple of women that were fantastic, Aww. that were so helpful. And then you know, just and then it just going like that. And then other women give me other um, contacts, contacts, and that's been super super helpful. And you know, I'm. I have a huge family, yeah. and even though it hasn't been, you know, super out in my family until recently, um, you know, my mom and my sister and my brother and my sister-in-law have been so supportive of my younger sister. They've all been great, and um, yeah, and you know, I'm sober, so I have that whole network right. of people who... Wow, when women want to unite, they fucking unite. Yeah. I was like, wow, I f- now I understand what support is. I yeah. thought I knew what it was, and now I'm like... Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I kept doing stuff. I kept going on auditions. Mm-hmm. We kept doing this. Yep. I kept doing shows right up until the surgery. Right. So that helped a lot, too. And tutoring the kids, like, I tried to keep my life... Busy. Busy and normal. And normal. So that helped also, which, um, you know, God, I, 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 you know, there's nothing like getting, thinking that your life is going to be taken away to have it be, you know, to really be like, no, I love this. (laughs) I love everything about my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, and you've been so supportive. And That's what I was waiting for. I, I was like, why is she <laughs> looking at me? the most supportive during this time? <laughs> I was like, why is she looking at me like that? And I was like, right, Ankara. <laughs> and Don. And Don. Oh, God, he's been fantastic, truly. Um, uh, have you been researching this whole time? Like, you know they say when you go to the doctor, don't Google. Have you been Googling the whole time? Have you been researching, like, oh, your n- type of cancer and stuff like that? And well, so I did different kinds, right? I, what? Aren't there so oh many different kinds? Oh, my God, there's kinds? so many different kinds. I didn't Google anything yeah. for a while because that first doctor um, and that first uh, technician, she came out when she was like oh did he say because like again that very first day that he was like I think it's cancer she was like what did he say she came out and 
And I was like, he thinks, you know, it's something and I need a biopsy. And she was like, okay, whatever you do, do not Google this. Mm-hmm. Because your case is its own thing. Right. You can't possibly know right now what's going on. And honestly, I'm so glad I didn't because... There's it, so... It's too much. It's overwhelming. It's crazy. And people put the craziest shit online. Yeah. Like the... And there's always, you know, some people feel victimized by doctors, mm-hmm. and I understand that. Yeah. But that's not helpful for me. Right. You know, I, I'm not a doctor. I mean, listen, my way of curing things is I'm like, am I going to take a lot of vitamin D and take a detox bath, and then hopefully it'll cure my cancer, you know? <laughs> yeah. I can't, so I need doctors, and I want to be nice to them, and... <laughs> Uh, so I didn't start researching stuff until after it was like really what it was that was going on. Right. Until they knew what it was. Yeah. Until they had more of an idea. And even then I was just trying to get guidance through the surgery reassurance that I was super scared about the anesthesia because I'd never had it before, which you did totally help me with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, so just stuff like that. I... I did more research with women who's who I could actually talk to on the phone, uh-huh. and that said what they did and how they felt now and what their um, experience. What I was really worried about the medication, right? Because I'm sober, and so I was worried about that like pain medication, right? Yeah, I was worried about that. Um, so, I mean, I did, I think I did help And you research. did all, you did everything up until surgery without, like, any medication or anything, right? Like, yeah. you just felt everything. It's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. It is. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, people, like, will take whatever just to relax or, or to oh, numb the pain. God, if I could have, I would have. God. I'll have to do that, but. And it's emotional. My fight or flight for the di- for the different tests was so crazy it was like it was like through the roof like i had to just ignore it i mean i was like lying on these tables with my heart being like get the fuck out of here oh my like, gosh you have got to get the fuck out of here <laughs> and in the and if i didn't didn't you uh, call the doctor the day before and we're like are you sure i yes, need surgery totally like every single thing i would call her and be like oh my god i don't think i can do this <laughs> And the MRIs, because of the, um, I mean, I have a very strong fight, flight or fight reflex or what mechanism. And with the MRIs, like I said, the the, the pounding and yeah. the sounds, I meditate, luckily, every day. And I had to do that in the MRIs. I even oh. had to have, I had to have an MRI the day of the surgery. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is like, <laughs> so I had to just be in there and be like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. It was like so crazy. Positive thinking, power of the mind. Yeah. If I could have just taken a pill, I would have totally done that. Yeah. Hell yeah. They offered it to me. They were like, we can give you some Xanax. And I was like, no. You're like, I'm sober. I told you a thousand times. I'm sober. God. If you give me one Xanax, you're I'll just take give... one. Thank you. <laughs> if, you give me one, if you give me one Xanax, I'm going to need, I'm pretty sure, 800 <laughs> If you give me one, I'm going to need them all for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, you know what? Did I press the... Oh, I did. Okay. Oh, it's about to go off right now. Oh, okay. Oh, I was okay. going to say that I... Uh, okay. 
I have a couple more questions. Okay. Okay. How many people do you think will ask to see your boobs now that you're out? I don't know. Nobody has. I'm shocked. Oh, you did. <laughs> right after surgery, you came to visit me and you were like, I feel like you want to show me your boobs. And I was like, I don't want to show you my boobs. I was like, are you sure? Because I feel like you really want to show me your boobs. I was thinking that when I, if when I start talking about it on stage, I'm going to be like, don't look at my boobs. Don't look at my boobs. Don't look at my boobs. Okay, and what do you hope most people... Oh, my God, you, JR said the funniest what thing. You, he said, I, my hopes and prayers... He said, my hopes and prayers have always been with your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JR of it. <laughs> For years now. So, really made me laugh. Okay, what is it? Um, what do you hope to bring... Like, what do you hope by sharing your story with other people? Um... Well, presents. I'm hoping okay. Everybody for presents. send presents. Yeah. Um, outfits. 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 Oh, oh my gosh. Cute outfits for chemo. Cute outfits for chemo. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I need cute outfits. For You're gonna start your own chemo line. For- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, this will look really good when you're I, doing chemo. You know, it really it really helped me when Cambry shared that video. And it really helped me, the women who have shared their stories. And, um, you know, I guess I want to give back. I don't, I don't know. It feels healthier putting it out there. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm not sure that that's for everybody, you know. That doesn't matter. It's not like you're, it's not, I think, there's nothing wrong. You're just, you're sharing a truth about yourself so that. Right. But also it's, you know. Like, so you're not in uncomfortable situations where you're, like, on a podcast and you're like, I probably should bring up right now that I have breast cancer. You can't. Yeah. I'm not good at being, um, I'm not, I mean, okay, I'm probably a great liar, but I'm not good at totally bullshitting. And we're comedians, you know? We just talk about what's going on. Right. And to not talk about it is super uncomfortable. And it's like, it's like a block. It's like, how do I get around? I don't want to get around this. I want to go straight to it. Yeah. Just, just the freedom of putting it out there, you know? All right. What, do you have any jokes? Do you have one joke you can share with us about your boobs? Um, what if I, I, I've ri- I have written some jokes. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, no, I do. I have to look. I'm never good. I can't um, wait to hear your boob material. I think it's going to be amazing. Okay, how to make breast cancer funny. Oh, oops, that's not, um. Key outfits for chemo is Okay. One. I don't mean to brag, but I'm being really organized about my breast cancer. I got a whole <laughs> folder thing and I, um, oh, I already told you that one. Uh, I didn't want to tell anyone I was struggling with breast cancer because I was afraid no one would book me for comedy anymore. And, and then I remember no one books me for comedy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was breast cancer. Oh. Oh, the irony that my whole life people have thought I have on a wig and now I actually need to wear one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Love that one. Love that one. Oh. All right, you don't have to share all your jokes on our podcast because people can come see your jokes. In person. Yeah. And you're going to be performing this weekend, Saturday, at Fairfield Comedy Club. It's yes. 7 and 9 o'clock. Yeah, I'm on the 7 o'clock show. I'm doing a spot. At 9 p.m. I'm hosting. So, um, come out and watch Shauna, you guys. Yeah, come out. Oh, we're going to do our sketch. We're going to do our sketch now. Let me move this over here. Did you, was there anything that you thought of um, while we were doing this that you wanted to ask me? I think I asked it as we were... Oh, I know. This is a good one. Oh. Um, 
You know, after people send pl- flowers, you have to send a thank you note because even if I have cancer, they're going to be like, really? She can send a thank you note? She's just sitting there. How long does it take to write a note? <laughs> That's her problem. <laughs> really? She can write a thank you note? Uh, she's just sitting there. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Okay, get close because you're always so, like, in the background with these things. It makes my head look small. Live. Oh, is that why you're doing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, who am I? Oh, who do you want to be? A receptionist? The (laughs) receptionist? (laughs) I feel like you want to yell at a receptionist, right? (laughs) Um, Oh, not, okay. Should I be a receptionist? Sure. Is that, I don't, is it working? Yeah, we're live. Hey, everybody, who's there? Where's Donna? Donna Vasell. We're looking for Donna Vasells. Are you there? We're looking for Donna. We're Donna. just going to wait. Live. Donna. It says we're live. Donna. How come? It's different. One eye. It's Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. He's hey, Amelia. There. You're watching? Okay. <laughs> Mar- oh, Mark Gerber. What's up, Mark? Yay, yay. Mark, I love the right you should. Looking the good, guys. shit you write is so funny. Yeah, you're funny, Mark. You should do comedy. <laughs> yeah, you should do comedy. <laughs> what am I, chopped liver? No, you're not chopped liver. You should do comedy. Where are you guys? We're in the room over from the room you're in, Emilio. What's up, Rachel? It's my friend from Fort Lauderdale. Hey, hey girl. Rachel. Looking good, guys. You're looking good, too, Mark, even though we can't see you, but you're always looking good. Yeah. Yeah, Emilio thinks that he should try comedy, too. <laughs> We're going to manage your career, Mark. Okay. All right, we got four eyes. That's enough for us. Okay, so do you want to be you want to be the receptionist or the woman? Yeah, well, who do you want to be? I don't care. Okay. I like both parts. Okay. Okay, I wrote the sketch this week. Um, um, interior, day, living room, and office interior. Okay. Cranston, Smoothers, Dubinsky, how can I help you? Hi, I need to cancel my appointment with Dr. Smothers. Oh, it's pronounced smoothers. Okay, I need to cancel my appointment with him. She's a woman, a fully realized woman. Okay, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, I just, I need to cancel my appointment with her, Dr. Smoothers. Name? Oh, my, um, uh, Serena Naverly. Gender? Female, Why? When was your appointment for? Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. Reason for canceling? Um, well, I was under the impression that she's an oncologist. I didn't realize she was a dance instructor. You have cancer? Yes, unfortunately. And you think dancing it off the table during this health <laughs> crisis? Is, is that it? No, not at all. I love dancing. I It's just, I have cancer, and I need an oncologist, not a dance instructor. Is it really so hard for you to believe that someone can be a doctor and a dance instructor? Okay, she's, bo- she's both? Okay, can I see her as an oncologist? At this time, she only has appointments available for the dance instructor. So, see you Tuesday at 9.30. Bye. Wait, hello. Wait, no. Don't hang up. Oh, oh look, we're on the look. phone. That's your line. Uh, look, I know <laughs> cancer is hard, but you're being really difficult. 
I, you know what? I just have to cancel my appointment. I will not be there at 9.30 a.m. on Tuesday. Is that clear? Canceling. You should be dancing. Dancing the cancer away. When would you like a new appointment for? Never. For never. I will never be going there. Ugh. Your attitude stinks. Okay, Serena Nowalski. I wrote your name down, and when the computer is done updating, I will cancel your appointment. It's Serena Noverly. N-O-V-E-R-L-Y. Noverly. You can't get the doctor's name right, and now you want to give me shade for spelling your bizarre this name This is wrong? unbelievable. I'm calling the Better Business Bureau. I need some water. I have to focus on myself. I'm sorry you won't be dancing with us. If you change your mind, please call anytime. We are here open 24 hours a day. We dance the days and nights away. We never stop moving, never stop loving. Dance, dance and drink water. Okay, you know what? Just cancel the fucking appointment. <laughs> scary. Mark says scary. <laughs> what did he say? He said scary. <laughs> You're scary, Mark. Thanks for watching. Bye. Oh, that was fun. I always forget that we're still recording. Oh, yeah. We can talk <laughs> shit about everything. <gasps> Fuck Mark Gerber, man. I can't believe him. I can't believe he did that. Oh, that was so fun. All right, guys. Thank you, Shauna, for sharing your story. Thanks, I love right. you so I love much. You You're so going to get through this. You've got a great support of friends and family. Oh. And we're going to beat this all together for Yay. you. And, guys, book Shauna because she's got breast cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer, but book me for comedy. And come see her on Saturday at Fearful Comedy <laughs> Club, 7 and 9 o'clock. Love you. Love you. Bye. Oh, use the code Shauna for tickets. Okay. Yes, make sure you use the code Shauna. S H A U N A. Bye. Bye. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.